All right, well, I'm back. Uh, this is a rare two-in-one-day edition, I guess. Um, <clears throat> needless to say, sometimes we get on a subject that, you know, can't be, can't be uh, done in just 40 minutes. So I think I will post turn down this fan a little bit before it gets too noisy. Uh, I only had an hour and a half class, so I've still got plenty of energy, and i got a probably at least a 40-minute drive now to Costco across town. I'm going to make some, start making some bacon today. I've got a friend who, uh, who got COVID-19 herself, and her mother got it first, her elderly mother who was 80-some-odd years old, but in seem to be in great health for it for a uh, 80 some odd year old person but she did succumb to uh, complications uh, pneumonia from COVID-19 and she passed away uh, she's a very good friend of my wife especially and uh, so my wife wanted to do something for her and I happened to make my own bacon which they have had and have enjoyed in the past so I wanted to, uh, yeah, make make some new bacon first. So I'm just gonna start curing it, I think, from today, and uh, do some bacon for them. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna go pick up some pork bellies from Costco and start curing that today. Um, the curing process is an interesting one, isn't it? But I kind of want to get back to the subject I was on, and and I'm I'm not good at this. And any time I cut away and come back, I almost always forget what I was talking about. So I think I will be able to at least somewhat get close to the subjects. And I think I had made uh, kind of two separate uh, forays uh, into different subjects. Um, one was the uh, seeming paranoia of the right uh, causing them to lose all reason um, all reason when it comes to universal health care because of their uh, fear that universal health care is just one stepping toward one stepping stone toward communism uh, that's one of the reasons that they uh, do not want universal health care. Not that they don't want health care, but they don't want communism. And so this fear, and I believe it's an irrational fear, uh, this fear of communism, of America becoming a communist regime, uh, has caused them to uh, irrationally uh, throw out the, the baby with the bathwater. They don't understand, uh, as I do, because I live in a country that has both a democracy and universal health care, and has for a long time. Uh, and we're not the only one; there are many. Uh, it's not like it's a, you know, an odd experiment or something. It's pretty much a proven uh, possibility. Uh, I know that it's one of the greatest things because I've lived in both countries. I've I've been poor. Although I didn't consider myself poor because I was young, right? Uh, but in retrospect, 
I know that indeed I was poor. Uh, I, I was a poor person living uh, in America without without health care of any kind, without medical insurance because we couldn't afford it. Uh, and I know that the, the hospital bills are real and they've only gotten worse since I left America, which was back in, uh, you know, 1995. So things have only gotten worse since then. Um, and so I, yes, I've, I have lived in, in both places. This is a new road. I'm not sure if I'm going the right way. I may have to turn on the Navi. I think I am though. We'll find out. I'm trying to go to Costco from uh, the kindergarten without a Navi for the first time, just to see if I can remember the route because I've taken it many times. So, and I've also lived in Japan where I've had universal universal health care. I've been able to go to the doctor for allergies and allergy medication, uh, for sore muscles. Uh, to have uh, minor, you know, things removed uh, from my skin, which happens when you get old, unfortunately. Uh, I haven't had really any major surgery. I may have surgery on my shoulder, and I don't expect it to cost me more than, a, you know, a couple hundred bucks at the most because of the fact that Japan, uh, no matter who you are, uh, as long as you pay your premium or, or you pay your 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 health care bill you are entitled to as much health care as you need and that is regulated by the government and it's based on your income it's not based on uh, pre-existing conditions it's not based on age uh, it's not based on anything but income and so even if I am of low income, as long as I pay whatever the government says that I need to pay, which is based on my income, then I get as much health care as I need for as long as I need. And I tell you the freedom that that gives you, and I don't even take great advantage of it. I, I should go to the dentist more often. Uh, I should probably have eyeglasses by now. Uh, I don't like going to the doctor. Uh, but I'm glad that if somebody in my family needs needs help, that they can get it, right? Without any questions asked, uh, as long as we uh, keep up those payments, again, based on uh, our income, uh, then we are entitled to universal health care. Um, and I tell you, it really takes a load off your mind, especially when you're a father, you know, family of five. We have an older, uh, older uh, parent living in our house as well. Um, and so, I know from experience of having lived in one of these countries that it really is a blessing. And I, I don't see the Japanese government trying to take over my life just because they. Uh, provide my health care. In fact, it's not even looked like it's not looked upon as if they provide it because we do pay, right? There is a price we pay for health care, but again, it it's based on the amount of money that you bring in. It's based on you know what a normal person should be able to afford. 
Sorry, I'm trying to get a little water out of my bottle, but it's basically empty. Now that is a pretty car. Oh my gosh, my daughter would love that. It is a cobalt blue and matte black FJ Cruiser, which is a pretty nice looking vehicle if you ask me. <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway. So throwing the baby out with the bathwater uh, to avoid communism, people also avoid uh, bringing relief to those who need it the most, and that's that's the ones who can afford it the least. Um, and then the second thing we were talking about, let me see, I have to really think about this one. Man, it's a beautiful day to have a drive through the country, I'll tell you that. Uh, one of the other things we were talking about, I cannot even remember at this point. Something about how yeah, compassion, um, yeah, so people, back to the same subject, I think I'll get to this other subject probably uh, as a matter of course. Um, and in, in, doing, in doing that, in throwing out the baby with the bathwater and rejecting universal health care because of the irrational fear uh, that health care will lead us on a course toward communism, uh, we show ourselves to be uh, without compassion. Without compassion for those who need it most. Um, and, and that does not reflect Jesus at all. Uh, it does not reflect him uh, in the least. In fact, in fact, it's a it's an out and out rejection uh, of Christ. Now you can you can argue that hey, just because I don't uh, I I don't um, promote is the wrong word. Uh, I'm not for universal health care. Doesn't mean that I don't want people to have everything they need okay I want people to get the health care they need but I disagree with the idea of universal health care health care well fair enough okay universal health care is not a perfect system and it certainly doesn't replace uh, compassion but the question is the question is Your sentiment is fine. It's all well and good for you to wish people to have the health care they need to to get them out of out of pain and danger, right? Sentiment's fine, but what are you doing to achieve that? So unless you are actively involved in a medical ministry that brings uh, health care to those who need it the most. And, and, mind you, uh, that's happening for everybody that needs it, not just the people around you. Then I respect you. I, I can respect that. I, I can respect uh, univer uh, um, going against the idea of univer universal health care when 
good health care is being provided to people. I agree. People don't need universal health care. I can't say health care without putting an F in it for some reason. You don't need health care. You don't need to pay for health care if you're getting it for free. Okay? But the thing is, everybody's not getting it for free. Good, well-intentioned people are not jumping into action and providing the health care needed for all of these thousands and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans who need health care. They're not suddenly getting it, right? And if they are getting it, there's probably lots of strings attached. Only certain people are getting it, right? So you cannot guarantee as an individual that your your sentiment and your own action in your context is going to spill over into all the people that need it. But you can, you can still, okay, you can still vote, right? And you can advocate for a system that can do everything that you are you are unable to do as an individual or even as a small ch- as a single church or whatever you can certainly advocate for it right that's something you can do i feel like i may have gone the wrong way but we'll see uh, so it's not that universal health care will take the place of compassionate medical ministries operated by individuals or churches or parachurch organizations. But because it's universal in scope, it can take care of all the people that you won't reach Because let's face it, there will be some people that will not be willing to spend their money on universal health care, even if it's offered. Okay, so even if people are offered universal health care, there are going to be people who are, who are deep in... Um, best way to say this, uh, deep in addiction, deep in debt, um, deep in whatever, that they're going to choose to spend their money somewhere, somewhere else, and their loved ones, and they will not get the health care that they need. That is still a distinct possibility, and those people will still need somebody to step in and rescue them. But there is a huge demographic of people that are just needing that little bit of help to get them over the hump so that they can get the health care that they and their loved ones need. And a healthy society is a productive society. A society that, is, that feels good, right, and capable and free of pain and healthy is also a society that's going to be ready uh, to go to work 
right? Uh, and to uh, to work for the the country's uh, economic agenda, right? Which is still very important. It all works together, right? Um, so in denying healthcare to a huge demographic of people, uh, you, you are also crippling the economic capability of the country. You're, you're, you're stifling uh, creativity, right? Because of the shackles that come with illness. Illness is a burden. I've had a few nagging illnesses, right? I think everybody has, and some people have had huge illnesses. Do you know how hard it is to get up and go to work with a cold? With a little fever? It's horrible. But can you imagine having to go to work and provide for your family while having cancer with hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical bills hanging over you? I mean, come on. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a kinder way. A more compassionate way. There's got to be a Jesus way. Um, so me, yes, I'm for universal health care. Am I a Democrat? No. As far as I feel right now, I will never join a political party. I don't believe uh, they are redeemable, uh, and I don't. I don't believe that Christians should uh, shackle themselves to. Um, well. I think Jesus put it better. Don't be unequally yoked with non-believers. I believe political parties are not parties of believers. Yeah, they might call themselves that, but as I've already established, most of the so-called Christians I know show themselves to be uncompassionate for those most in need. And I mean systemically without compassion. Now maybe, you know, maybe they they do uh, in their context help all those they can who are nearest to them and I applaud that. But there's something you can do with your vote. And there's something you can advocate advocate for that will bring relief to all the people you can't help. There are things you can do. Use the government as a tool if you have to use it at all. But use it as a tool for good. Oh. Yeah. Um. 
Hopefully I'm not rehashing what I talked about this morning. Um, but that's how I feel about that stuff. Uh, I wish that we didn't have to involve the government at all in any of this stuff. At, at my heart, I'm probably something more like a libertarian. I want less government. I don't want the government involved in every aspect of our lives. Uh, but I also recognize uh, that there are those in the world that need an umbrella. They need protection. They need a system of support. And I recognize that the church is not fulfilling that need today in the world by and large. Maybe the world's gotten too big and the church hasn't gotten big enough to catch up. I don't know why it is. I just know that it is. And if that's the case, social programs may be our best way to start catching up. You know, I can't remember in what context Jesus said this. Uh, but he was presented with a false dichotomy. And this is what people do to kind of split people apart, right? Uh, they, will, they will use an argument that makes the... Uh, makes you think that there are only two choices... A or B. Okay, that if you choose, if you don't choose A, you are choosing B. And if you don't choose B, you are choosing A. So they present you with a false dichotomy. Okay, uh, and I don't remember which one it was. And I, I'll have to look this up. I don't remember the context. But Jesus' answer was brilliant and this is this is what comes to me every time I'm I, I recognize that somebody is feeding me trying to feed me a false dichotomy Jesus said you should have done the one without neglecting the other in other words your two options you're presenting me with uh, is not the only way to go Okay? You can do one and the other. You can both be compassionate to all those in your context who are in need, and you can be systemically compassionate by helping legislation get passed that will bring help to those in need. You should have done the one and not neglected the other. Brilliant. Brilliant. Way ahead of his time, Jesus was. Um, in recognizing that that constantly we are presented with false dichotomies constantly and we don't have to be sucked into that narrow minded uh, split apart world so hey you know what I can be 
anti-abortion. Okay? I can be anti-abortion and I can be pro-LGBTQ rights. I can be both of those. Why not? I'm not joining your team. I'm not wearing your colors. I can use my mind to come up with solutions that I think are closer to the heart of Christ as we find him in the Gospels and in his disciples and actually in nature and in all kinds of other places. I'm not going to play your game. I'm not, I'm not going to any longer be on your team. I'm not going to wear your colors or fly your flag. There's only one uniform I wish to wear, and that's Jesus himself. Uh, if I'm clothed in him, uh, then I can take these issues one by one as they come up. I can pray about it. I can ask for divine guidance. Uh, I, can, I can find truth in how Jesus lived. And I can make up my mind based on that. I don't, I don't need to be sucked into this, you're on my team or their team. Crap. And this is the problem with partisan politics. Because every time you jump on, on an issue as, as a part of a party, there are all kinds of other additives, let's say, that you have to swallow. They're going to stick in everything possible. And this is on both sides of the aisle, folks. Both sides. So no, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian. I'm just a person. I'm just a human. And I think that's enough. If more people uh, could discover true humanity is found in the person of Christ this world would be a more compassionate place and actually I, I have hope that it will be I, I think it will I think we're getting closer and closer to that wow I'm going on a brigand rant here Sorry, I just poured myself some more coffee. Man, that's good stuff. Well, it's getting on noon here, and uh, I'm getting closer to Costco. I have a couple pork bellies. I wonder what else I should get while I'm here. Might as well get something from the smoker. Uh, look around. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway. Um, that's that's probably the most political rant um, you'll ever hear from me. Uh, my heart kind of breaks, or you know, maybe I get a little upset in my stomach when 
people that I love very dearly and that I have very high respect for are caught in this uh, this false split world uh, and so even though they they fly the flag of Jesus uh, on one side on the flip side of that is the flag of this political party um, and and that party is anything uh, but Jesus uh, and I can say that about both parties um, and they're compromised I don't know I don't know a better way to say it I, and of course I, I freely admit that we are all in some aspects compromised you know as people who live in this broken world we're all compromised um, but but basically what you do when you embrace the Republican Party or the Democratic Party and all all that they stand for and all that they demand of you when you embrace them um, can't think of a better word than hook, line, and sinker, right? When you take it all in, you drag Jesus, who's on the other side of that flag, into the mud and basically uh, negate everything he stands for. If you're Democrat, I can't see how you could ever be pro-abortion and be for Jesus. Right? If I'm if I'm wrong, help me out. Like I, I just I don't see it. Okay, it's not something that I can uh, understand at all. And if you're Republican, how can you be? Uh, I'm sure what the best one is in this case. If you're Republican, uh, how can you be about? Um, Yeah, sending refugees back to the towns that they left. How can you be about splitting apart families and putting children in cages and be about Jesus? How is that possible? It's not possible. And yet, those who are you know who don't know Jesus yet, uh, this is what they see. Oh, so that's that's what it means to know Jesus. So even though Jesus says. Uh, love your enemies. Uh, if I'm going to be a Jesus follower, I should be a member of the Republican Party and I should support uh, war. Even though Jesus said, love your enemies. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so, it's confusing. Political parties in the states have confused and corrupted the message of Christ. And because of that, I, I guess I guess I really do want separation of church and state. Because I don't think state will ever 
Okay, I want to be careful here. I don't, I don't think state or countries or governments can ever truly represent the heart of Christ. Not completely. And those are man-made governments. There is one government that has succeeded. It's not England or USA or France or Nigeria or China. It's not any of those. It's the kingdom of God. That's the one kingdom where we know that the values and principles of that kingdom are consistent with the person of God as found in Jesus Christ. It's the only one. It's the only country that can boast being a good country. The great thing is, no matter what other country you belong to, whatever, what other imperfect country you belong to, you are welcome into the into the kingdom of Christ. You are welcomed into that system. And that system uh, that we find in the kingdom of God will fix everything we are not able to find in the earth's kingdoms. Uh, so I'm getting close to the end here. Um, I hope... Actually, I, I know. I do have hope. I, I have hope that all of the, the, the things that I've talked about will one day be repaired. That, that uh, the kingdom of God will, will one day cover the entire earth and all other kingdoms will disappear. And we will all be citizens of the one country and subjects of the one God who refuses to subjugate us, who welcomes us as brothers and his own children. And I, I have that hope. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Uh, so everything, all these problems we have now are temporary. Right? They have an expiration date. I wish I knew when that date was. I wish... I wish it all happened in my lifetime. That'd be wonderful to see. But in lieu of that, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep hoping and praying and and trying to make that reality come true in my own context. And I will fail at that from time to time. Uh, I may succeed at that now and again. Uh, But I suppose that's that that's you know where my faith comes in. I, I really believe that these things are going to be solved. Uh, but in the meantime, there's no reason to needlessly shackle yourself to these human, corrupt, imperfect systems. Yeah, you may have to participate in things from time to time. You may need to vote. You know, uh, you you may um, even hold office. That doesn't mean that you need be ruled 
by these systems. To be ruled by Jesus, you know, is to be at rest. He says, come to me, all of you who are tired and, and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Right? That's what it means to, to join the kingdom of heaven. You get to rest. Man, this restaurant is crowded. It's amazing that people are going to restaurants. But lockdown's probably coming to an end here pretty soon. We haven't had much of a lockdown in Japan, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to actually now stop for sure. I have Costco in my view. Um, you guys have a good day. And I'll try to get these posted maybe tonight if I can think about it. And, uh, get them up in a timely fashion. Thanks again for listening and for your support. All right. Toodles.